Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The FDA authorizes new COVID shot boosters without proper testing. And we're going to also talk about startling new data on faith and freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, this is really uh, horrendous that this is the first pharmaceutical product that has never been tested on humans, yet the FDA is pushing it out, wanting a shot in every arm. And this is a booster that they've now authorized for Moderna and Pfizer slash BioNTech, which is the mRNA version of these COVID shots. And again, just to repeat what you said, this is unprecedented because never has there been an FDA-authorized, EUA or otherwise, product, drug, vaccine that has never been tested on humans. This is a booster for supposedly the BA4 and BA5 Omicron subvariants. There is incomplete data on how these shots performed in humans. Why? Because they didn't test them on humans. They tested them on a handful of mice. Eight mice. They're using that. And, and there's, a, there's a huge difference between humans and mice. <laughs> yeah, the mice were given the BA5 booster dose about 100 days after receiving two doses of Pfizer's original shot. Uh, this John uh, Moore, who is a vaccine and virology expert at the Wheel Cornell Medicine, stated that, quote, to rely only on mouse data for authorization would be unprecedented in my knowledge and would clearly raise eyebrows. It doesn't mimic the human situation, close quote. That's an understatement. So what happened here is they clearly are authorizing this booster that supposedly they say is for the BA5 and, and the BA4 Omicron variants with no data. In addition to, you know, bypassing the clinical trial data, they also bypassed the typical protocol of having a meeting of advisors who make recommendations whether the agency should, should authorize the shot or not. So there's two things right there. They're just bypassing and pushing these boosters. Yeah, they are clearly unbelievable. You know, you would think that the FDA would be something that's quasi-objective when they would look at data. And yet they're pushing out this booster shot for an Omicron variant for which they have no evidence at all from human trials at all, not any evidence. Right. And remember, we've, we've done a program before talking about a whole list of products the FDA authorized and then had to take them off the shelf because they were harmful. Yeah, and that's, that? that's outside of even the vaccines. Right. I think what we need to do is go back and repeal the 1980s law that was signed by President Ronald Reagan that gave immunity to vaccine makers. Mm -hmm. Anybody who produces a vaccine has legal immunity. If you produce another drug, then if that causes injury, you don't have legal immunity. But once it comes under the rubric of a vaccine or even an emergency use authorization, you, there is this legal protection. Right. 
if you did not have this legal protection under the EUA or for vaccines in general, you would have lots of class action lawsuits for the injuries being caused by these COVID shots. And it's very clear these are not safe or effective. I mean, for example, there were 22 cases of myocarditis, which is heart inflammation, after the Pfizer shots by February 2021, even though the drug company stated there are, quote, no new safety issues. And they waited until June 2021 to include the risk of myocarditis in the fact sheets. Yeah. So they're really denying. They knew this. it. They knew it very clearly, sure, they and it. they also they they also knew that in the clinical trials of the original mm-hmm. um, COVID shot that Pfizer did. They also the FDA knew that as well because they gave a presentation in October of. 2020 before any of these were authorized. The first one would have been mid-December of 2020. That was Pfizer. We have the PowerPoint at lc.org forward slash vaccine. You can go down under FDA. You'll find it. And under the CDC FDA section, you'll see the PowerPoint for the FDA that we have, the entire PowerPoint and the slide in particular, where they went over all of what they considered were adverse events that would come about as a result of these COVID shots. So they knew all of this even before any of them were authorized in mid-December 2020, and yet they went ahead with it anyway. Well, there's additional startling data continues to come out, by the way, and it's coming out from multiple sources. One source is through this monthly data dump as a result of a lawsuit that physicians filed against the FDA and the CDC, but particularly the FDA, they wanted to provide, they wanted the FDA to provide the data on which they relied with regards to licensing and authorizing the Pfizer shots. The FDA resisted. A federal court said, we're not going to allow you the 75 years that you want to produce this material. Believe it or not, they How wanted 75 years. How convenient they wanted years. 75 years. Something's but you need wrong. to you need to produce it uh, at a much higher volume uh, every month and complete the process in about eight or so months. Yeah, why would you need 75 years unless you have something to hide? Because you have something to hide. Right. I mean, this just doesn't make <laughs> right. sense any other way. And so every month that new information, that data dump is coming out, and it's startling what the FDA knew, and they didn't tell the American people. The other areas of information are from the military, where whistleblowers in the military are talking about what's happening to pilots and others, other healthy individuals, and they're providing whistleblower reports. And the third category of information is just domestic and global data and research that is coming out. And they all are saying the same thing, and that these shots are frankly dangerous. In the military, for example, even though there was no authorized uh, drug or vaccine, quote-unquote, the military still pushed this on the men and women in the armed services. Oh, they've been guinea pigs, especially the women, like the pregnancy and the miscarriage data you see. The majority of that is on military women. So this is an individual, Dr. Marley uh, Macquarie, a surgeon and public health uh, policy researcher at Johns Hopkins University. With regards to the boosters that we were just talking about, and uh, 
This particular individual says the problem is we have no data on the new shots. That's exactly what we just said. There's no data on it. This is a researcher on virology and other vaccine-related issues at Johns Hopkins University saying there's just no data on it. He also goes on to say, also there's a concern that COVID repeat boosters may actually weaken the immune system. We've been saying that for a long time, yes. that it actually undermines your innate immune system. I mean, just look at all the people that have been double vaxxed, double boosted that are getting COVID. He talks about uh, immune imprinting, which is a condition in which the immune system is weakened by multiple exposures to a particular vaccine. And he notes that among the many things that we do not know about the mRNA drug is that, quote, we don't know if it crosses over to other aspects of the immune system, close quote. That's from Dr. Um, Macquarie at Johns Hopkins University. But what we do know, however, is that it does break down the body's natural innate immune system, thus making the person more susceptible to COVID right. and additional infections and other immunological diseases, including cancer. There are studies now that are happening, Holly, globally right. with respect to what's taking place globally. Let's look at just two states in the United States. In Kentucky, for example, 67% of COVID deaths occurred among the vaccinated. That same month in Wisconsin, the vaccinated accounted for 66% of COVID deaths. These numbers are dramatic changes from 2021, and they're not what the FDA and the CDC is telling the American public. Right, and you can't depend on the VAERS data either, because usually it's about three times the actual numbers that they're reporting on that as well. Or more, because you look at VAERS historically, and it's only been 1%. So you're talking about 99% underreported. Right. But we know incident after incident after incident of adverse reactions and deaths uh, that are not reported in VAERS. Uh, VAERS is totally underreported. But what is reported in VAERS is startling information. Right. And that alone should have long ago tanked all of these COVID shots because of their serious complications. And now what we're seeing is this sudden adult death syndrome that's being so-called termed. We've seen healthy athletes, people just fall over. Just recently, a college athlete who was a football player just died on Sunday. So this is happening over and over and over again. This is the consequence of this global experiment that is frankly the biggest genocide in human history. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash vaccine. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.